Hi guys. Hi. Hey How's Sam, how are you doing? I'm actually doing pretty good. I, it's a lie, I'm exhausted. Posting <laughs> woes that. or something else? House hunting woes. Mm. Yesterday, when we recorded this episode, the day before I recorded this, Caden and I did a full working day's worth of house tours. We were out of the our apartment at like 9 a.m. and got back around 5 o'clock. That sounds exhausting. It was. Being adults suck. Has some definite downsides. Yeah, I mean, on the plus side... We can drink. We can drink, and we can do whatever we want. I can go to the grocery store, buy an entire birthday cake, and eat it in I one sitting. I can spend my personal budget on pretty markers and Pop-Tarts. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but we have to pay taxes and go to a day job. <sighs> and it just makes me understand why everyone's like, I just can't wait until I retire. And like, I get it now. <laughs> I got it before, but I really understand it now. Yeah. But I have a question for you guys, courtesy of friend of the show, Wraith. For those of you who are in our Wrath of the Righteous play-by-post, you know what this question is. But I'm going to ask it anyway, because I think it's fun. What country in Galarian do you think makes the best alcohol, and what is that alcohol? You broadened the question, because the, the question was, which country in Galarian makes the best wine? Yeah. And the answer is hands down Cheliax. That's yeah. clearly yes. what Abby 2 sold the entire soul of the country for, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although today, I think we learned, looking at some of the art that they've put out, Chalaxian wine is actually more of a champagne because it has foam on top. Literally just that one picture in Hell's Rebels, though. I know. They make a red champagne in Chelyax. Chelyax would be part of the world that makes champagne. There's a picture of Barzillai Thrun leaning out of the opera house window with a wine glass in his hand, and it looks like the wine is foamy. I would say Taldor is definitely the one who uh, forces those contract or the like, treaties. If it's not grown in the champagne region of Taldor, it's just sparkling wine. It's just sparkling galt and wine. Galt just has moonshine, though, because, like, they don't... Anything built in galt, I'm pretty sure, gets destroyed before you could actually distill anything. I feel like Nirmathas would also be pretty heavy on the moonshine. You know what country I bet makes really good wine that, and, and alcohol that no one knows about? I bet Osirian makes great liquor. Oh, 100%. They've been doing it for a long time. They probably yeah. they invented beer. Andoran does good bourbon. Ah, uh, Andoran bourbon. The Galt thing, you got to think about it. So you, you try some really good Galtish wine or liquor or whatever, and then you're like, oh, let me get some more. It's like, oh, no, they were beheaded by the Grey Gardeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything is single batch because they never last longer. Exactly. All the vineyards have been burned down from that batch. They have to get brand new vineyards now. <laughs> it's a real shame. Lands of the Linorm Kings probably do pretty good mead, but it's hard to say whether that or Nirmathos has the better mead. I bet Irisin also has pretty good mead. Yeah. Multhoon absolutely has vodka. Yeah, Irisin too. Irisin gets it imported directly from Earth, though. True. <laughs> <laughs> Nirmathos would also probably have vodka. There's gotta be whiskey in Nirmathos. No, right? you like... know what, guys? We miss it. Shackles rum. Yeah, yep. I thought you said good liquor. That's... <laughs> It'll, it's potent. The best tequila absolutely comes from Zopotl because tequila grown on the veins of creation? Are you kidding me, bro? Yeah, that's going to be some good shit for sure. You know, we also did not talk about Keonan wine. Elven vineyards. I feel like they go the long-term distilleries. I feel like it's a lot of, like, fruit liquors. They have, like, really old brandy or something. It's like a that. very like... acquired taste. Port. Yeah, mm. you know, you're. it's going to take how long to uh, mature? 48, 45 years. Oh, okay, so just like a few days. I mean, they're also neighbors to the Five Kings Mountains. They definitely have brandy and scotch recipes yeah. swapping. Oh, yeah. Keonan just has the like 50-year scotches, and they're like unreasonably cheap, but also don't get out of Keonan. Absalom tequila <laughs> being surprisingly good for a really long time because 
Aridin stole the recipe from them when he went to the Zopatl. <laughs> Probably. And then when he died, it suddenly, mysteriously, all became bad because he broke the veins of creation. But it's the kind of thing where it's still high class and people keep buying it because it used to be good. It's like absolute garbage. Yeah. But all the like people on that so expensive. council are like, it's the best tequila I've ever had. <laughs> so expensive. What do you think Jalmare exports? It's the Impossible Kingdoms of Vudra. Yeah, there's... Oh. I feel like they'd make a good cognac. That's fair. I bet Taldor sure. makes good cognac. Oh, probably. Or at least they used to, but it, like everything else in Taldor just horribly declined over the years. They think <laughs> they do, at the very least. Yeah, they think they do, but it's really just vinegar at this point. The secret is we're making it up. Yeah. yeah the, the secret is I'm, I'm making it up and going off of the real world world allegories they're based yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Jalmarie, that's part of Vudra, that's... Okay, I can figure that out from there. I don't want to talk about how Tianja definitely has, like, the best sake and shoju. Right, obviously. The, the only thing in the uh, world that surprisingly good whiskey. It's weird. <laughs> I love Japanese whiskey. It's amazing. It's good whiskey. It's so smooth. Actually, you know what country I think makes the best vodka, actually? And this is going to be a curveball. What? I think it's Isger, because their whole thing is producing high-quality root vegetables. They make good potato Isger? vodka. Isger technically is not an independent country at this point, though. Oh, right. It gets... It got colonized by Chelyaks, and unlike Ravenel, it didn't free itself. I forgot about that. So, uh, Isger being a territory of Chelyaks means actually that Chelyaks simply has the best vodka. Yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> yeah, I guess we have to destroy Isger All the Mothuni soldiers are probably real mad about that. Probably. What do you think the doll makes? Pain? Suffering? Malort. Lord. Malort. Malort. <laughs> <laughs> Nadal exports Fireball. Fireball and Malort. Yeah, it exports like Reaper Pepper Tequila. Oh, Pepper Tequila, yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah. Maybe a little bit of Akavit. Ooh, Akavit's ooh. good though. It is good, but it's also kind of an acquired taste. I think Ustalov doesn't have any exports. It just imports a fuck ton of red wine. Ustalov makes Who makes absinthe? Wine. That's, that's my question. There's an item in Tui that's absinthe? elvish absinthe, so it's probably Kionin. So okay, Kionin. all right. Kionin makes absinthe. Kionin yeah. makes absinthe. There Ooh, we go. What does Rasmarin make? It's actually just really crabby wine, but they claim it's the blood of Rasmir or something. Rasmarin just steals other people's liquor. Relabels them. They relabel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Enough about what people on uh, Galarian are drinking, though. What are we drinking? I actually have something completely out of left field for me. Ooh. Oh. Caden made jalapeno pineapple infused tequila. Ah, oh, that sounds mm -hmm. awkward. So I have a jalapeno pineapple margarita. So nice. That's pretty good. It's very good. Jalapeno wine is very good as well. Also, we're going to a brewery after this. So. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I just love, what would Nadal make? Uh, pepper, pepper tequila. Well, what is Sam having? Well, <laughs> funny you should ask. <laughs> jalapeno tequila. It's okay. We all know Sam is uh, addicted to pain. Uh, yeah. It's fine. It's actually really, really I, good. Suffering. I, I really do like it. It's very nice. I want to clarify for you, Megan. I am not addicted to pain. I am addicted to violence. <laughs> yeah. Sadist, not a masochist. There we go. He's a sadist, not a masochist. I don't care who he's against. I don't care if it's going at me. I just enjoy violence. Like in a game run by friend of the show, Yuffie, where a lion pounced on my character, brought me from full to negative 13 HP, and I had 14 con. And my only response Ooh. was, hell yeah, violence, new character, baby, knife on the edge. I don't think Yuffie can be considered a friend of the show anymore because they pronounce Cheliacs wrong. <laughs> yes. Yuffie uh, does pronounce it Chiliacs, and, and he, they are wrong for that. Yes. Mega, what are you drinking? Alex and I have some mulled wine. Yeah. Ooh. Because it's never mulled wine. Right before. now, this, when this episode releases, it's going to be like July or something, probably. But 
Right now it's March and it is not too hot to have mulled wine yet. So that's what I've got. Uh, this episode is our anniversary episode, actually. Oh, hey, yeah. happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. This is our yes. three years. You bet. <laughs> we started this in 2020. It'll be two years. Two, two years. years. That's how time yes. works. Starting our third year. Yes. Starting our third year with a boss fight, or continuing a boss fight, rather. But, Ian, what do you have? You always have something fun. Not really this morning. I just have coffee. Okay. Pep in your step? Got some nice black coffee. I don't have anything really good to mix with it at the moment, so. That's a shame. Yeah. And then, uh, Garrett, what do you got? I'm just drinking water right now. Recovering. To be fair, I, we filled you with a lot of stuff last night. Garrett came over to my apartment, and mm -hmm. we drank a lot. Matthew, what are you drinking? Actually, I have a really, really good chocolate milk from a from a local oh, dairy. Hell yeah. Nice. That sounds delicious, actually. It is. It's very good. Better than your standard fare for you, too. No, no, not better than my standard. <laughs> so, before we started recording, I was complaining about how much being an adult sucks with house hunting and stuff. And just adults. And then I hear the old man of the podcast, Matthew, is like, I got some chalky milk. <laughs> and we're right. like, hell yeah! You're never hell too yeah, old for I love milk. some chocolate milk. Hey, you know what? I'll never, never get over chalky milk. Love so it. good. All right, all right. So uh, last we left, we were still alive. That was positive. Glad, good to hear it. My hit points are full, even so. You all had a beach episode. We did. I'm still invisible. You're still Ooh, invisible. I need to and, roll And uh, sadly, Declan was around the corner, so he didn't get to use his uh, plus one collapsible fishing rod at the beach. I know. Yep. Someday. One day Maybe again, if we make it to episode 420. I hope this podcast, or at least I hope the Emerald Spire doesn't take us 420 <laughs> episodes. I hope the podcast continues to 420. Little did we know, every floor after this one was actually secretly written by Jason Bowman, and it's all just like Final Hallway Final Hallway. 13. Oh, I didn't tell you guys, every floor after this is an entire six-book adventure path. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of simply doing the floor boss fight, we actually get uh, teleported to uh, somewhere else on Galarian, and we have to play an entire adventure path before we get to come back. Yeah, so you guys are going to kill the, the, the Mistress of Thorns, and you have to now play through the entirety of Wrath of the Righteous? How many levels can we get? Oh, if we if we get to get through Wrath of the Righteous, that's 20 levels and 10 Mythic Tears right there. <laughs> yeah. Then the rest of the APs are easy. But yeah, boss fight. Isaiah, you're up. There's a Ooh, Morlock I need, Creeper I need to in the Mistress of Oh, yeah, you're right. Give me an initiative, Declan. Never mind, Declan, you're up. We'll just okay, put Declan right. up at the top. Declan wins. Okay. Declan wins. Let's see what's Declan, going you're on. up. Yay. You can't see shit. Yeah, I, I hear There's fighting around the corner. There's a giant scorpion blocking you. Oh, okay. I mean, you turned me into a scorpion, so. Yeah. Crawls under scorpion Retha's legs. You is, are large. Is there an open spot over here? Gareth is in the open spot. You can. There's a spot there, but you'd have to be squeezing. Okay. Yeah, I can just I'll squeeze it in there. I'll, I'll slide over there. It doesn't squeezing doesn't matter to me as much. No, especially with Jerhow, the Nephilim son of Regathiel. Perfect. Guarding you. Okay. The, who's the boss person? Right here. A bar devil named the Mistress of Thorns, right okay. down there. I can't see them, that's fine. There's this creeper that's pretending to threaten Isaiah. Yeah. I believe he's prone or bleeding. Oh no, that's just the Marcus uh they can compress. Yeah, I think the prone one died. You did kill the prone one, because yours is dead body at negative 37. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'm going to cast Heroism on my big Regathiel friend. And you guys, look, his muscles just <laughs> ripple <laughs> even more. <laughs> I'm strong. He's like, 
Isaiah, you're up. Uh, Isaiah is going to step up. Well, he's going to attack the Morlock um, from around the corner, lashing out with his chain whip. First attack to put him on the ground. He's being threatened by Jerho, right? Yes. We'll take the first one then for 38 to trip him. He is tripped. And then my iterative and haste attack, because apparently we're hasted. Yep, you're hasted too. Right, Declan, they're hasted. Oh, okay. I'll make that up. 33 to hit on the haste attack for 30 damage, and a 17 probably won't on the iterative. I don't know. He's prone. It just gives you a plus four to hit. Oh, uh, uh, so it'd be no. a 21. 21 misses. Uh, did you bane Morlock? No. Okay, that is Isaiah's turn. It is the Creeper's turn. He fell down and he gets up. I will take my attack of opportunity. So will Jerow. I can reach him, right? Yes, you can. All right. 38. Stay down, stupid. 17 on die for a, a lot, a lot, just a lot. If anybody tells you combat maneuvers aren't viable, see exhibit They're wrong. A. That's a trip is 42, good 42 to hit on my uh, AOP. So Zaya does 29 damage to him, and then Jerow does with 2d6, as he's got a large bastard sword. Retha does 33 piercing and... Acid. I thought it was 1d10 to 2d6. Oh, I've been I've been nerfing Rick Jerow, guys. Jerow does actually one less than what I rolled. I rolled 20. All right, so I want you guys to guess. How far under he is? Negative yes, 72. Negative like, 72. 69. Negative 69. Uh, <laughs> nice. I was like, you wouldn't have pointed it out if it wasn't 69. He is a flaming paste on the wall as he's hit with a flaming bastard sword, a spike chain, and an acidic spear. And it's Rathas' turn. You can skitter on in now. I can, I sure can. If I was there though, would I actually be able to hit the Mistress of Thorns? With your natural attacks. How many natural attacks do I have as a Tableau? Two claws and one stinger. That's pretty good. I mean, I get to pick either the two claws or the stinger. Oh, it's not a sting claw claw? Well, no, because I have to move. Right, you don't get your full attack. Then I'll go for the stinger. 26 to hit. Not actually a lot. 26 to hit. Hits. Okay. Easy. Cool. And then damage die on that stinger. Uh, five on the die plus... What is my strength right now? <laughs> like... Big. It's like 10. Yeah, it's 10. Nice. Even 30. Yeah. God, I love Bradford Transmuter. It's so very good. I'm really looking forward to getting transformation. <laughs> oh, no. Because I can, oh, I can no, increase my me. spell level. <laughs> My caster level, and I can just say, Ooh, Maldrick, you want to be full BAB plus one? Hell yeah, I do. You just can't cast magic. How much damage, Megan? Five on the die, plus ten from my strength. Plus power attack. Plus power attack, yeah. Plus six. Okay, yeah. So 24 damage. Plus the poison. Immune. Fair enough. And as you sting her, because of her barbs, you take 14 points of piercing damage. Ouch. Do you have triggered her barb defense? Okay. You've activated my trap card. Yeah. <laughs> this basically barely affects Retha, so. Oh, I bet. And it is now the Mistress of Thorns' turn, which means I have to make decisions, guys. <laughs> Such as a spell I never knew existed. Absolutely worthless in this case. So, you know, I used her unholy blight. That didn't do much fucking neutral people. <laughs> yeah. She's just gonna make two claw attacks on you. Does a 31 hit Retha? Uh, Retha's current AC is 32. Ha <laughs> ha Oh, I'm sorry. I read the wrong number. Uh, I read the uh, damage bonus. 
It was a 35 to hit. Ah. Ah, no. I need more D8s, actually. <laughs> Love to hear that. You're at 95 of 112 right now, Megan. That doesn't count the damage I took from her spikes. Okay, so that's 14. Yep. That's 81. Right, minus 14. Uh, does your creature new body give you DR? Uh, no. Okay. Nope. And, I, and then your next attack, you take 24 points of damage. And now for her second claw attack. And also, it's a good thing Declan made you large because she has a free grab against medium foes. Oh, nice. And this time it misses with a 30. Whew. But I need a will save. Oh, boy. 17. Does anyone want to cap that? What's your will bonus without being able to use my will bonus? Uh, plus five. Jeez, so you, you, you could roll... There's not even a good chance that you'll pass if we give you the tap. I have to. I just, I'm... You'll get a plus four bonus retroactively on it. Do I think a 21 would pass? Caster level is probably nine or ten, so yeah, I don't know. We're not that high level. 21's usually pretty solid. I'll spend this out of tab. The DC of your now 21 will save was 20. (laughs) Nice. Nice. You resist the fear of the barbed devil's attack, and you do not go into a panic and run frightened away. All right, and that leads to Maldrick, who definitely cannot get in. I picture this devil, like, stabbing Retha and being like, that's right, she's going to go into a panic, and Retha's like, I'm not afraid of you. (laughs) I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. Well, as per usual, I've got a... Whatever my cold touch spell is precast, I'm let's make an attack roll. Whatever my cold touch spell is. What are you is. hitting? Oh yeah, where the fuck am I? Am I not close enough to her? You're in the corner. No way, you're you're like 20 feet away, dude. Five. Garrett, knowing his yeah, uh, class yeah. abilities and spells so well. I can't get to her. You're gonna, you're gonna have to tumble or... I'm gonna have to provoke an AOP to get past the lady. Hey, why not? I'll do it. Did I have mirror image up? I don't even remember. I don't think you cast it. You had shield up though. Yeah, I'm just gonna cast fly and fly... Over. Oh, there's another guy over here. Anyways, I fly here. <laughs> All right, so she will take her attack of opportunity. 30 to hit. I mean, yeah, that hits. Nice, he's not that All high. All right. It's like 27, I think, right now. 21 points of damage, and I need a will save from you. 25. You are fine. I think the worst part about her fear effect is you don't become immune to it if you pass the save, so every Ooh, attack nasty. will cause it. Yeah, that is rough. Yeah. That is mean. Jerow is up. I have to do some measurement. He can reach. (laughs) Bastard sword time. Big old stick. First to hit, hits with a 30 for 2d8 plus 22 plus 1d6. Well, the fire doesn't matter. She's immune. Or she's on resist it. 27, and I have to double check if Nephilim count as uh, alignment for the purposes of bypassing DR. They do not. So his 26 damage does not bypass her DR. And now for his, how many attacks do you have? Because you're hasted as well. Four attacks with haste. That's right. Bonk. Second attack, critical threat with a bastard sword. Yeah. Confirms. Hooray. And he's got his crushing blow ability. I need to get more D8s. Hold on, guys. (laughs) Four D8 plus 44. Not a little amount. Wow. Four, five, six, seven. 66 damage. Uh, plus, because of his crushing blow, I need to make a fortitude save for the Mistress of Thorns, or she takes an additional 3d6 of non-lethal and is staggered for a round. I don't think she passed, guys. Nice. Rip. She did not pass. She actually barely missed it. Uh, so that's 3d6. Six on 3d6. That's actually really sad. Uh, and she is staggered next round. Now for his third attack. Jeez. Misses with a 12. And now for the haste attack. 36 to hit. 
Uh, 6 and a 5 on 2d8, plus 22, 33. Jesus, he did a lot of damage. Yep. And we're back up to Gareth. Oh, I get a turn. Neat. I wasn't sure if that was going to happen. I thought you guys may have the whole thing killed. You hear her after this savage blow. She just shouts out, I yield. Fuck you. So I'm going to quicken Metamagic Rod, use Channel the Gift to give a good buddy standing right next to me, Declan, a free third level spell. So purple energies all around him and go into Declan as I take a free five foot step. Step free action five foot step afterwards. My move action is going to be uh, I'm going to spend two channels to be able to channel for before healing because all of our friends need healing right now. So let's do this. 23 points for my move action. At the same point, I'm going to spend an additional channel to fill the room with light as another free action, and then for my actual standard action. I'm going to go ahead. How is everybody feeling after that? Yes. Did you take selective channeling this level? Because she is in range. That whole one. You're right. You did. No, I don't remember. I haven't got a soda tap for it. You're right. I I did give you that. I got it because because of our little friend, Isaiah. (laughs) How is everybody feeling? I can be good. Okay. Then we'll channel again for my standard act. I have so many channels still. Uh, so it's actually 24 points. All right, so everyone got back 47 hit points. Everyone level, got back 47 round. hit points. Declan, you got a spell. Quick channel yeah. is a hell of a drug, my man. And the room <laughs> is all lit up, and I move, and I'm still invisible. So I'd say that's a hell of a round. That is a hell of a round. While this was happening, Bretha and Maldrick, the mistress is pleading. She is offering you information as long as you don't kill her. As Gareth fills the room with light, she goes, I know what lies beyond this floor. Can you tell us why Signifier Host doesn't want anybody else to know? Host? Do you know the name? Give me a sense motive. I sure freaking will. Isaiah can too. Nat 20 for a... 28, but... She does not appear to recognize that name. Okay. I'll let uh, Isaiah corroborate that, too. 30 for Isaiah's sense motive. She does not appear to recognize okay. the name. You asked for Clarkosh's? Clarkosh. Wizard dead behind me. <laughs> you right. killed him. Not directly, but yes. Uh, as she says this, she's composing herself a little more. Very clearly still, like, making point of not doing anything threatening, but will motion to behind Maldrick. Uh, so keeping her hands where you guys can see them. And, like, motioning for Maldrick to go. We're going to keep the initiative check if we do jump back in. Yep. But for right now, we are not operating in initiative. Okay. Uh, she points behind the spire. And actually, give me a perception check in this room, guys, because there's something really cool in here. I've got a debt magic also. Well, that is something I do have investment in. <laughs> Gareth, you blind yourself with the tech magic from the overwhelming aura of the Emerald Spire. Isaiah and and Retha, you notice there are pieces cut out of this portion of the spire. Like, it's been chipped. Uh, Declan, you're standing right next to it as well. You can, like, rub your hands over it, feel the divots, and give me an intelligence check. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to be able to help with that, probably. 26. You You feel the divots, and then you fumble through your coat pocket, and you find one of your spire transport tokens. You sort of fondled the spire, mm-hmm. and you just hear it click like it lined up exactly with one, and you see it be reabsorbed into the spire. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Those were useful tools. 
With that, you can probably assume that these transport tokens were created from chipping portions of the spire on this floor. Interesting. Uh, and as she hears that click, she goes, You have them! The tokens! Yeah. Some I of them been, at least. I want them. If I can get all the tokens and repair the spire, I can control it. Control it how? I don't know, but it's incomplete. Damaged. I must restore it. And then I can understand its secrets. And um, what makes you think that we're going to let you do that? Why, trade. And what do you have that we want? Information and gear. Your information is enough to pay for us not killing you. But what about this? And she points upward. And something I never mentioned her having because I forgot that she was wearing it is an Iun stone floating over her head. Woo! Declan, are you going to be the spellcraft guy or me? I mean, I probably would be. Go for it. 30-something. This is a Western Star Ion Stone, which I think you oh. found before. It makes you the sheriff of the town. Yeah. Yeah. As a standard action, you can alter your appearance as with Disguise Self. When so disguised, the wearer can render uh, Western Star and other Ion Stones in their possession invisible. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think you found one of these on floor two, actually. But keeping her alive Perhaps. cool. We sold it. I think you might that. have. It's not on the list anymore. I know you've found a bunch of Ion Stones already. Yeah. No, this is the first Western Stone. So she offers her Western Star Iron Stone. Oh, you found it in Clarkosh's quarters. Well, he had a Western Star Iron Stone. Mm. Okay. Because it originated in this adventure path. Oh, that's cool. I love adventure paths specific stuff. Yeah, she is willing to give you additional information, like things like why she's here and stuff, for tokens. And as a devil, she is bound by her word. As a devil, she is also innately going to try and shimmy her way out of anything she finds inconvenient, though. Yes, but you're also forgetting that you can just kill her. Mm -hmm. That's true. We can. Yeah, we kind of already proved we could do that. I didn't even get to hit her. Welcome to the Dungeon Dive Bar podcast, where we bully devils. <laughs> we bully a lot of things on this show. We do. All of my monsters, my Morlocks, Crabgrass... So yeah, you guys can ask deserves to be bullied. He does. You guys can ask her questions. It looks so soft and welcoming, and then it is only betrayal. <laughs> yes, it is. We are a pro-grasslands podcast, but we are an anti-crabgrass podcast. You had asked her why she wants the tokens, right? I also did not give you the entire answer on that. She also puts her hand on the spire. I made a deal with the Morlocks. Their chieftain is imprisoned within the spire, and I promise to get him out. Okay. And what else do you plan to do with it after that? Honestly, leave. I'm stuck here, as much as I don't want to be. The spire blocks my ability to teleport out or plane shift away. So if we helped you fulfill your contract, you'd just leave? Ideally, yes. Fine by me, I guess. So, you said he's imprisoned within the spire. Do you mean on a deeper floor, or do you mean Rutha, like, points at the spire with her scorpion tail in the, the spire part? She holds the spire, puts her hand on the spire, and says, The Morlocks were led here by an oracle named Groshen Urk. He and his warriors battled me and I nearly was defeated. However, during our combat, while he was holding many tokens, I pushed him into the spire and he vanished. Whether he left on another floor or was subsumed by it entirely, I do not know. Fortunately, you've killed enough Morlocks that they won't overhear this. What didn't Maldrick say there was another guy like- Yeah, she's letting you walk around the corner. She's like just moved over here so you okay. guys can get around her. 
Okay. I gotta look for. And uh, you see in the corner, uh, if you move down a few more feet, Retha. Ooh, that's Clarkosh. Strung up and oh. effectively crucified, with numerous parts of his body missing, is the destroyed corpse of Clarkosh. Yeah, that's him. Yes, and she throws a scroll tube on the floor. He had these on him. I will gladly give these to you for some of your tokens. So, did the Morlocks do that, or did you? I did that. What did he do to you? He tried to rebel. Fortunately, I had an unwilling ally deal with him. She points to the door next to Retha. In that room is a creature I sealed away because I could not destroy it. A flesh golem made to patrol this floor. Lovely. I, d- I have no idea what a flesh golem is, but it sounds disgusting. It's a golem made of flesh, and not something a wizard can deal with. Declan, if you want to do your uh, arcana. On flesh golems, one of the most unpleasant of golems. They're so Indeed. gross. 38. It's a golem made of human flesh. It's a sentient flesh. It's a sentient mass of flesh, vaguely humanoid in shape. Uh, and you get five facts. Okay. What? So I'm assuming like normal golem stuff. Yeah, immunity to magic, uh, construct traits. What spells can affect it? Of the list of cool ones that golems have. All right. Yeah. So flesh golems are immune to any spell or spell ability that allows spell resistance, but these certain spells function differently. Any magical attack that deals cold or fire damage slows a flesh golem for 2d6 rounds with no save, but a magical attack that deals electricity damage breaks any slow effect and heals it for one point for every three points of damage the attack would deal normally. And if you exceed its hit points with that, it gains the X's as temporary hit points. So uh, you can imagine the Numerian wizard with a lot of electric spells. He loved that thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think we could probably take care of it. You also know that it has DR5 adamantine. Easy enough. Well, I have an adamantine spear, so... (laughs) And the berserk trait. Yeah. What does Berserk do for this guy? When a Flesh Golem enters combat, there's a cumulative 1% chance oh. each round that its elemental spirit breaks free and the Golem goes Berserk. It goes on a rampage, attacking nearest living creature, or smashing some object smaller than itself if nothing is within reach, then moving on to spread more destruction. The Golem's creator, if within 60 feet, can try and regain control by speaking firmly and persuasively to the Golem. It takes one minute of inactivity by the Golem to reset the Berserk chance to zero. As you recall this information, there were two on this floor. I destroyed one, but the other was too fearsome for me to deal with at the same time. Some tokens, please. Sure. Okay. We have four. No, yeah. We only need one. I will hand her one token. Yes. And she slots it back into the wall, which now that you guys are uh, actually here, let me do some reading, because there's actually some... uh, I don't think I actually read the chamber's room. I also want to look at that scroll tube. Instead yeah. of, like, giving the tokens directly to her, could we just slot yeah, them back? Yeah, can we slot them in? Yes. Oh, I, I would do that then. I'd definitely prefer to do that. This chamber has been extensively excavated into a giant, amorphously shaped cavern. The emerald spire runs through the center of this chamber. Numerous holes scar its surface, spiraling about the entire column. The damage appears superficial, no more than an inch or two deep in the surface, but a stronger glow from within the pillar leaks through the holes and cracks, casting emerald-colored beams around the room. Several of the holes to appear to have been recently patched with brighter chips of emerald crystal. So she's been patching this up for a long time. How many are you still missing? I do not know. Gareth, you grab the scroll tube and you look through it and it's sheets of paper with Islanti runes on them. Okay. I can read it. Declan, it reads numbers 1 through 13. That's... Oh, these, uh... Yes. 
uh, as she looks at him, she goes, Klarkosh had the first six on him. I had the rest. Uh, yeah, so if you guys had killed Klarkosh, you would have had the Spire Transport runes for floors one through six and floor nine. Effectively, we now have it for every Everything floor? Everything floors one 13. through 13. There are 16 floors. Okay. Yeah. I always get confused if there's 13 floors, if this goes to level 13. 13 level PCs, 16 floors. Okay. Not quite a uh, level per floor, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't quite have all of the floors now. We do have a bunch. Yeah, we can just jump down to the 13th floor, really pop this off. Do it. I have it prepared. I have all 16 floors ready. <laughs> Fucking do it. Uh, oh, also. Not right now. It's a bluff. It's a bluff. <laughs> also, guys, I didn't know this the first time I saw read about the runes, but it's in a leather line later down. The names of each floor is actually printed on the sheets with the runes. Oh, okay. Ooh, what are the what are the names of the new floors we got? So you have floors one through six, which is the Tower Ruins, the Cellars, Splinter Den, God Home, the Drowned Level, and the Clockwork Maze. Okay. And now you have seven to fifteen. Seven. Shrine of the Awakener. Eight. The Circle of Viskthar. Nine. The Spire Axis. Ten. The Magma Vault. Eleven. The Tomb of Yarix. Twelve. Is the Automation Forge. And Floor 13. The Pleasure Gardens. Well, that's not ominous at all. Yes. Next floor is the Magma Vault, the Tomb of Yarix, and the Pleasure Gardens. Very cool. Okay. She also says, you may have the wizard's paltry items, which means, Declan, you get a spellbook. All right. He had a bunch of stuff, dude. Very good. Love to hear it. That's what we're excited for. Okay, so <laughs> on the stuff I put on his roll 20, uh, he had a lesser quicken rod. All right, nice. get another one of those. A lesser persistent spell rod. I'll probably take that. A cloak of resistance plus three. Ooh, okay. I could use that. I was going to say give that to Retha. Yeah, oh, yes. A belt yes. of con plus four. That to Retha. And a headband of vast intelligence plus two key to linguistics for Aslanti. Okay. I think I already have a belt of con, but it might just be a plus two. The third lesser quick and man to magic rod, shouldn't we just give that to Maudric? Yeah, my belt is just plus two, so... No, take I the could, plus four. I can go for that. I'll take the belt of con. Never hurts to have some. Okay. Okay. And... She, you see her focus as you guys are taking Clarkosh's gear. Uh, you see her focus and her eyes glow red for a second. And then her eyes fade back to yellow and she goes, I have used my telepathy to inform the Morlocks you are now our allies. They will not attack you. So, the only threat remaining to you here is the golem. Take it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah I think we can take care of that. Go take care of it. Uh, that won't take long. I will not help you. I will. Perfect. As Jero just boulders through. Is yeah. Jarrell gonna, like, come with us, like, from now on, or is he gonna I stay? hope so. I hope so, I like him. Oh, you're free. I hate you sometimes, he's just now noticing he's free. <laughs> she hadn't seen him, there was a giant glowing spire in the way. Oh, fair enough. You just saw a big just giant Just saw the sword. giant sword come out of nowhere and hit her. Yeah, but you know, there's also a giant scorpion monster, so like... There's a lot of help. giant weapons going around, that's fair. Yeah. That's legit, actually. Alright, let's get this going. Go, I'm ready. All right. Got my buffs. If anyone has fire, cold. Maldrick's chill touch. Oh, no. Nobody needed any more healing before, right? That 47 was enough for all you. Actually, um, because this door right here is the only way in, Jared's actually going to go, I will watch the devil. And he's just right here with his bastard sword at the ready. <laughs> if you don't mind, Retha. Okay. All right. So I would like everyone, once you're in position, because I wouldn't have opened the door until then, 
to roll for initiative. Declan, are you guys doing any more buffs? Wow, not terrible initiative for me. There's the door that we're going in. I want to be away from it. It's a straight line for me, right by Isaiah. Yeah, right in front of you. Declan, you're up first. I'm going to... Can the flesh golem roll me a replay? Ah, never mind, that's... If only you prepared fireball. The spell resistance wouldn't, still wouldn't work. But it's a fire spell. Oh, cold, then right? when it's I do... Fire and cold, I have, I, I've got a fireball then. Okay. Okay, give me a fireball. The room Wait, is no, fireball it's, a, it's an ice spell? Uh, ice spells also work? Ice and fire. Okay, never mind. I'm going to do my first plan. Can he spend an arcane reservoir point? spell can he roll a reflex save uh with this is a cold spell right yes evocation okay. cold. uh he does not get a save oh perfect he's in an icy prison oh jesus christ <laughs> i i just edited the I episode don't, he talked i don't about know if spell. it does that effect or if it just automatically slows him a spell that deals cold or fire automatically slows him for 2d6 oh, okay. save so it has to deal damage it would one point of cold per caster level okay I think he does still get the reflex save, but his reflex save is crap. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no, I got a four. Yeah. How much cold damage is that? One per caster level. Twelve. Yes. But Ten you plus two for... Yeah. So he is now helpless and entangled in the ice. He is slowed for five rounds. DC 25 strength check to break free. And it's got hardness zero and 36 hit points. It's a foot thick. Yes. We could just probably watch him freeze to death. It's a minute per level. He's got a lot of hit points, probably. Though. And, and a lot of strength points. That's fair. Yeah. It'll buy some time. Yeah. I'll get around him to set up the flank instead of... And yeah, you got time to set up. Uh, oh, Urshrath sure. just wants to stand there and be big. And yeah, she can reach him. You all move yeah. in position. I can't actually see where the flesh golem is from this current position, though, according to roll 20, so... Okay. I have to cheat the dynamic lighting a little but you would be able to see him because i am big i would be you are big big buff lady that's how we like our rethas big and buff <laughs> i'll just vibe for now all right just vibe and isaiah isaiah's gonna walk around okay what's the dc you said it's 27 so i need a natural 20 to break out <laughs> i failed Another another twelve points of cold. So I'm just gonna you just roll until you get a twenty. Just wanna roll a bunch of those and well, yeah, I'm gonna just do these in ten minute chunks, you guys. All right, so that's the first minute, and that's, that's one hundred and twenty damage. And he stops moving in there because he died because he had one hundred thirty eight hit points. Perfect. And you've slain the flesh golem. <laughs> love, I love that spell so much. That's so mean. I love that. That's well, that's going on all of my casters from now it's on. It's so Holy good. Shit. So much for being an anti mage monster. That, that and Chains of Light are the biggest. Just like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> so as you guys move in, you just see uh, Jarrah holding the Mr. Thorn's so, severed head. So fun fact, there's a creature called a Bone Golem that basically gets icy prison, except it's made of bones. It's called Oh, that's bone very prison. cool. Okay. I love and, um, that. They've look. shown up a couple of times in Tyrant's Grasp. It's mean. It's, it's mean. It's really mean. The party is now a high enough level that it just doesn't matter, but it's kind of mean. It's Freedom of movement or stack. With Jerahau handing you her severed head, he asks for a token and the way up the floor one. We want to loot the room. Is there anything in the room of the flesh golem? Or... No, oh, it's all no. destroyed stuff by the flesh golem. Bastard. Yeah. Uh, but you do also have their chieftain and their warrior leader's severed heads. Because if you recall, Maldrick punched. Yep, that guy's head. Yeah. Anuk Tog. They are definitely pretty. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the settings and i'm just gonna turn off the dynamic lighting and the fog of war oh so you guys should be able to see the whole spire now Ooh. Yeah. 
there were a lot of them waiting in rooms with traps and things, but there there were more locks. I would have really cowed. I would have absolutely yeah. They're locks. really cowed. They scream and run, especially since Gareth can blast light out of his I don't know his tramp stamp. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. They run, they take their, unfortunately because they run, they never drew their weapons, and thus you don't get their loot. Oh, but you yeah. have the expensive stuff already, because they just had shitty yeah. weapons. Those guys uh, were Yeah, oh no, we don't get their loot. The Hell Knights will pay us our stipend, it'll be fine. Let Unless we wanted there's... to make another Morlock hide, we don't think we're really missing out. Nope. For some reason, I feel like nobody in our party is too enthused by the idea of wearing the flayed flesh of dead Morlocks. No one wants a Morlock hide? I can't believe it. Isn't Morlock hide actually really good? I wouldn't say really if good. If you're a rogue, maybe. Oh, right. It's just plus one shadow armor. Yeah, you don't care. Here is the loot that you guys get from just casually searching now. The safe room. Pinky. You get... Here is their grand treasures. Are you ready? Yes. Yep. A masterwork healer's kit. Cool. I was... I'm actually down a few charges. Three bottles of grain alcohol worth three copper each. I don't write them out, Rick. And a jar of restorative ointment. Restorative ointment is an actual magic item that is restoration ointment. Oh, that's not bad. Placed upon a poison wound or swallowed, the ointment detoxifies any poison as neutralized poison with a plus five bonus. And if applied to a diseased area, it removes disease as removed disease with a plus five bonus on the check. And if rubbed on a wound, it does 1d8 plus five as per cure light wounds. That's not bad. Here is the ointment. I'm just going to throw that in the med kit instead of in the party loot. Yeah. Yeah. You find in another room, the common room right here, there is a human skull that has an aquamarine prosthetic eye worth 500 gold pieces. Nice. Cool. You find a statue in I-9, if anyone wants to roll me in knowledge, planes, or religion. Ooh! That was planes! 34. Uh, 41. It is a statue of the demon lord Shax. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Holy shit! Okay, that's relevant for reasons. Is this the one that you said host was? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, it okay, is. Okay, yeah. Birdman. Okay, it's all coming back. Here's some weird shit. You ready with the weird shit? Love some weird shit. Oh, this is the hallway you were in. Here's what you find in that a tribute pile: a bronze skull of a Nounit Protean worth 500 gold pieces. Cool. A one-pound chunk of hematite worth 100 GP and 23 assorted semi-precious gemstones worth 50 gold each. Well, that wasn't that weird. No, the bronze skull of a nounit protean was what I thought was weird. Proteans are just pretty weird. Yeah. They are indeed. There's Jerao. Jerao is loot. You don't get him as loot, though. I, I put one Jerao in my inventory. You do get her Western Brother Star Ion Stone. just picks Jerao up and carries him. Uh, obviously, Klarkosh's book. And they stairs down to floor 10, the Magma Vault. You have completed floor 9. <laughs> But yeah. you do not level up. Yeah. Next, after, yeah. after floor yep. 10, we will. After floor 10, you will. And with that, we'll see everyone in two weeks. <laughs> in two weeks. Bye. Bye, two weeks. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at, at @bardungeon, on Facebook at facebook.com slash dungeon dive bar, and on Tumblr at dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. You can also find more information about us at our link tree, including links to our fan Discord server and Twitch. You can find that at linktr.ee slash dungeondivebar. 
To hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeondivebar. A very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons, Happy Cyclops, Jacob, Mirwolf, 22 Plus, and Bellandora. Thanks, and see you at the bar.